Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Is my mic on? Hi, guys. That sounds weird. Laura's here. Your mic is on. Just a quick hi. Just a quick hi. hi. I just want to let you know, every time I pop up on Juan Epstein, I get tweets and people are like, come back some more. That's amazing because I get no tweets about this show. I'm glad you do. Do you guys ever search your name? Yeah. No, you don't. Of course I do. Really? You You know what's weird? I've noticed on Twitter recently... My at replies, like during the show this morning, I had one at reply after this conversation we had. I was like, I thought more people would at me about this. Mm. And then when I searched my name instead, I, I saw way more tweets which were added to me. Mm. But it didn't come up in my regular yeah, at that's replies. That's happened to me before, too. It's weird. I don't understand Algorithm it. and shit. I don't like algorithms because, like, certain people on your Instagram, like, it only shows you, like, certain people. I guess maybe if you liked a lot of their photos. But or, this... I hate that. I want everyone I follow yeah. to pop up on my shit. It's annoying. Yeah, I, I don't... There's, it's weird with Twitter, too. There's something going on there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sife and Laura, we're just talking about Laura, you know, trying to find gigs for Sife that I, I don't even know where Overseas. I'm the time. I, I, I can't... He's not in town for a day. Well, I just got straight. back from Belgium and from Paris, and oh, I did some parties, and it was super lit. So yes. I'm trying to hook Sife up out there. I know he'll kill it. He definitely would. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, you know, I want Sife to retire from DJing. He's never going to retire from DJing. It's his favorite thing. Oh, my God. It's not his favorite party thing. at um, Kinfolk in Williamsburg yes, on Saturday. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Ooh, that was so fun. Wow, what was it's the party? A, it's, a, it's a sweat box in there, yeah. right? Every, sa- every Saturday. Who, wait, but whose DJ party? Is wait, Soul's, that's Soul's party. Oh, Soul's yeah, party, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he ho- once a month, I think he has Max Glazer, so uh-huh. he brought me in, too, because I went there to hang out, like, last month. Oh, and I met the girl, a reunion. Nikki. I don't like a reunion, but it was oh, mad cute. fun. Like, just... Well, no, I support Sife doing gigs like that. You should you should always do your occasional cool, like cool yeah, ass shit. But I but I, yeah, I want Sife to my I I decided to International Sife is probably amazing. Well, no, international that's different. I if you have to go a, international. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You, you <laughs> don't. The world is there to see. Yes, no, I know. it is. Hold on, Laura. Do you I'm want... all about that. He, Travel. He's see the world. Our... He did it. I can show you having... the hold world. Hold on, hold on. He's been almost everywhere. He's no, DJed. He's never been to Thailand. We're trying to make that yeah. happen or Belgium. I want to go to Asia right now. So you because... want to keep him distracted and not let him actually pursue what he wants to do. Oh, he wants to get a TV mean? show. He wants to be on stage doing comedy every night. Now I you want him to DJ over the... No, you're not. No, you're not. Because I do it, I, I do it every other night. But name name someone at, at a very high level who's doing two things. I gotta go. That are I gotta com- go. I'm getting death stares from my producer. Bye, guys. Love you. Okay, go to your Portland what show. What's she gonna do? The oh, Portland, the Portland radio show that I'm not included on. Stick those voodoo donuts up your twat. What? What? You can't just yell that out the window. Why? By the way, and we're supposed to have Jadena as a guest, and I'm yeah. guessing Ebro's just talking to him in the hallway. Is yeah. that what's happening? I probably. Looks like it. Should I go yell out there and just be like, "Yo, I need him in here." Not you building on Ebro's talking about how they should go back to Africa. Oh, they're going back to Africa. Hold on. Tell, Are they doing belly too? Tell a story. Yeah. Uh, tell a story. I don't. I feel. I feel pressure. I feel pressure right now. Uh, hold on. Rosenberg's at the door. Rosenberg's wearing a pair of hard bottom shoes today. Brown shoes. I guess he's doing some kind of. Of. I hope. I hope he's doing some kind of event where he has to dress up, and he's not now just wearing brown shoes. With jeans on a regular basis because that would be fuck facery. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? I was talking about your brown shoes. Oh, I love these shoes. Uh, are those for an event today, or are you just wear them regularly? I, I well, I'm kind of like still packed from my trip uh, uh-huh. from coming back this weekend, uh-huh. so they were just what was sitting next to my bed. Okay, so fuck facery is correct. What? No, how did you describe it? I said if you're just wearing them for no reason. Oh, then it's fuck, it's facery? fuck facery. Yeah. I, I I'm 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 kind of down on sneakers this last couple of weeks. Oh really? I'm very I'm I'm annoyed. I'm oh. I'm having a, like a little 
Fuck sneaker. I just got back from All-Star Weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the fact that I still see adults standing online at a Jordan thing, it makes me want to revolt against just everything for sneakers. Uh, okay, so you played basketball in your, in your brown shoes? <laughs> no, no, no. I wore... No, guess what I wore? I wore the sort of repug James Harden Adidas that they gave me, yeah. and I didn't give two shits. I put them <laughs> on, and I said... I had, I had Kyrie Irving's with me, which are much cooler sneakers, yeah. and I was like, these feel comfortable. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, I'm going shit. out wearing them. I don't... I just... I'm, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll be back. There's no doubt I'll be back to sneakers fully. Okay. But I'm having a moment. Well, I was having a moment. Where I went out and um, I got three suits custom made. Ooh. Okay? Hello. Where'd you get them made? I, I met some, I'm, you know, one of these guys who does these things. Yeah. You give them measurements and then I yeah, guess they yeah. order them from China or whatever, how they do it. So I get, and you know what? There's a perfect conversation for at least a few minutes with Jadena. Because mm-hmm. he, I think, has everything custom made. So I had these suits custom made and... It felt amazing. Like I put on the suits, yeah. And like, first of all, you know, Saif, you don't, you don't like to wear suits very often. I never wear suits. I know I've seen you wear a suit. You've never seen you wear hard bottoms. Never wear hard bottoms. But you wear suit. I've seen you in a suit mm, before. I wore, I wear a jacket and a tie. Okay. And then some pants. I wouldn't call that a suit. So when I got the custom suit made, yeah, it felt and looked so good on me because it was made to my awkward body right. type yeah, properly yeah, yeah. that I was like, oh. I could kind of do, I could kind of enjoy this as a little, you know, a new phase. Yeah. To wear these sometimes. New phase. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not going to wear suits to work. Why not? I think I'm going too far. Throw a suit on. <laughs> Come in here on the 6 a.m. Yeah. Full Once a week. Once like a we week. did when, when, when Jay-Z came yeah. in. Once Yo, if we were to go back, that we did that like eight years ago, seven years ago. Um, when Jay-Z came here, if I was wearing a suit seven years ago, that suit, if you were to see it right now, style-wise, it, it probably. <laughs> Those legs are probably so big. Yo, Saif. I don't even remember if what you I see, If you see someone right now who obviously doesn't dress up often, yeah. who's over the age of like 25, 30, wearing yeah. a suit, it's if you look close, <laughs> you know how bad it is? Yeah. Like, the legs are so big. It's this weird thing where like the style changed within five years. Yeah, of course. Five years ago, your suits could fit whatever. Now if your suit is baggy, you look so repug out here. You look... <laughs> You might as well be wearing a Pele Pele suit. Wait, how, how high are the pant legs on your suit? Like, how let the break? Hot. Look high. at these jeans. Look, Hold on. Look at the jeans that I just had tailored. Your jeans got tailored? Yeah, I get all my jeans Oh, there's fuck, fuck facery happening. Let me see this. Okay, yeah, that's high, man. It's above the laces. Yeah, no bag. No bag no, at all. Nothing. Okay. Yo, by, by the way, why is Carl Ferguson having a full photo shoot next door instead of the guest being in here? I don't know. I don't know who Carl Ferguson is. Yes, you do. Oh, Carl Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said, I don't know who he is. No, that was five minutes ago. Okay. What, they, they doing a photo shoot yeah. with Jadena? Yeah. Who's a classic man? Dude. I can't deal with these shoes. Can you guys get him? He's got a like, green shirt. Jadena! Some dark. Carl, leave him alone. It's jeans. enough. It's not Playboy. Let's go. Brown shoes. You hear that? Is that disrespectful? I can I only heard myself talking on the mic. You didn't hear me yelling, it's not Playboy, let's go. <laughs> I, I love photographers, but sometimes it's not like you're like, bro. Yeah, just take a couple flicks and let's just see. Couple fl- I know he's handsome, but God, for God's sake. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it was awesome because uh Ebo showed me the Sci High the Prince. Uh, I, I was gonna say in the interview that the Sci High song is the perfect accompaniment to your album. <laughs> Bro, I wish I made that shit. I wish I made that shit. It's a good song. Yo, yeah, put on, put on right, the. Man. What's up, my brother? Yo, you gonna have a seat. Put on the headphones. Uh-huh. There's still headphones there. There are right. Yeah, right Yo, Sai, if you didn't hear this yet, 
No. Listen, this what came out. Sci high? Yeah, so so this weekend oh I saw this rant. So you hadn't heard it till then? I'm mad that I didn't get to be no, the one to tell you about man. it. You didn't see remember you saw Sunday I tweeted, I said I have new music from Jadena, blah blah blah, and Sci High the Prince. Oh he, my here's the Sci High record. Man. I heard it the same time I heard Jadena's album. Oh my god, I can't. What year is this? I, I, that's what I said. And Ebro tried to climb me. I was like, it sounds so 90s. Yeah. It sounds but like But it's like so really Illmatic. good. Illmatic, yeah. Now, right before Illmatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what was that song he had right before Illmatic? Halftime. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It feels like 91, 92. Yeah. Right. Like Curious George. Imagine if all the rappers were to get with all the athletes, our activists and actors for a conference in Zaire to meet with all the ambassadors in the motherland. Tell them we're coming back for her, America. No, if we leave, it'd be a massacre. Zimbabwe would be full of drug dealers. Was he always like this? Smoking I think he's always like dabbled in like the, the righteous yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. But I never heard like. No, I mean, like mm. boom bapish. Yeah, he's always been pretty boom bap. I don't honestly. know anything but about he can, him. I he can write, he can write to anything. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's how I know him to write also the trap records too, right? But I think his core is this. Is that. Mm. Yeah. And he has, he's been aware and woke, but that shit is like, oh, I gotta check that out. Imagination. What? That shit just sounds so hard when it comes in. <laughs> it feels so 90s great. What, what, what is that from again? What label? Well, I, I think no I saw idea. it in my email. I, I didn't see it from Label. You tell uh, me. I got uh, it on Enough's website that heavy that shit hits. shit is like uh, fucked up my whole day in a great way. Like, I hear shit like that. I just yeah. get it. Yo, like, but can you imagine for me the vibe? Because I heard it the same day as your album. Oh, so my it was God. A perfect, so you were just in I there. was in the zone. I was in a real Bro, zone. like, oh, my God. I got Man, that shit like fucked me up. Yo, Saif, have you have you listened to Jadena's album no, yet? No, I need to. You're going to feel X plan. I did a show with Jadena. A title when I... Early title show. That was early. And I think Webster Hall, maybe. Yep, yep. And I was like, they got, oh, we got, uh, uh, who's the other kid that performed? Before. The underground kid, yeah. Uh, fuck. I forgot. One of them underground kids. Okay. Um, I think he's from the West Coast. Anyway, and then and then and Snoop was there, right? Yep. So he went after the underground kid. Fuck. You know who it is. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So Jadena goes, I go, okay, this will be quick. He's going to do... Classic a man. Song, yeah, a song and a times. half. I I was I was going crazy. It was the dopest set I saw in years, yo. Rock, when you rock to songs you don't know, I know that performer is rocking. Right, that's, right. That's what I call an away game. Yo, no you one, know what I mean. When so people like, don't when know, I was in front of people, yeah. and it's been away games this entire time. Yeah, I, and I haven't really performed the album since the album's been out. So it'd be nice to have some home games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that's like to have a home game. All I see is people like this just staring at me. And well, here's the thing: it's expected. But they be rocking. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just trying to figure it out. Like, oh, if they yeah, do it that, takes a second to figure out. Because <laughs> like, so what, what do you do? Yeah. Hold on. So real quick, what's your nor- when you have an away game over yeah. the last few months? Yeah. Give me your normal set. I have the album here. I have Classic Man here. Yeah. I have Long Live the Chief here. So what's the, what, what, what will you it do? Goes, it goes, Chief, Chief Don't Run. We come out to that. Chief Don't Run, which is this one. We'll yes. Yeah. So this is how you come out. Yep. Why not? Yep. Do you let it build like this, the actual yeah, intro? Yeah, yeah. And you talk a little the bit? The whole intro. The DJ, uh, George 2.0, or if Nana Kwabin is with me, they, they introduce me right there. And then this little Lion King voice comes in. Because <laughs> I want to give our one Epstein listeners a little taste of the music. It feels fantastic. It's fire. Because I know, I guarantee you, right now, 
in this moment, half of our listening audience is going to go, that's fucking Jadena? Mm. He's that tight? Chief dog, the chief I don't even know. I don't really know what, like, sound-wise, where do you even put the music of this album? Then we'll continue on here. What else you play? But Man, I, you know, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm inspired by a lot of, lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of artists. Um, I heard you reference earlier today in the, in the Ebro interview you referenced like black star respiration mm-hmm. how old are you 30 30 okay mm-hmm. is that so like was, your early origins of hip-hop or is that nah nah see i like my my hip-hop uh evolution is funny because i was in nigeria for the first six years and right. so i come here in the 90s and i and i've only listened to michael jackson and bob marley my whole life mm-hmm. right and then where uh, you were in nigeria with your family yeah and yeah. your your dad what, what was your dad my dad was an engineer and a professor. He was a computer engineer. Okay. So he built the first African commercially produced PC. Okay. Uh, that was his claim to fame. He was working his ass off. And then um, we leave because I got, uh, our family had some trauma that happened, which I talk about on Bull's Tale in the album. We were, uh, you know, kidnapped, robbed. I was shot. And then, wow. And then my mom was like, all right, let's go to. You were shot? Yeah, yeah. At four was, years old? I was five. Yeah. And where'd you get hit? Uh, in my foot, and so. your and your and your dad is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Your mom also is Nigerian. American. My mom is a uh, a quaint Midwestern lady uh, from Wisconsin. White or black? White. White. So your yeah, mom yeah. is. So she was out there listening to Fella. <laughs> stayed out there for a while. <laughs> fella, Fella actually didn't. He wasn't ex- like Nigerians didn't like him. Oh, really? Until. The like the international, it, yeah. he wasn't like the guy. Yeah, like he was known as the rebel revolutionary dude, but but he wasn't like at the barbecue. You weren't playing fella at a barbecue the okay. way like uh, Medina will will bump yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so he he became popular later. So we, you know, she was out there, my pops, and then you know she was, after that she's like, let's just go to the U.S. and I don't really want to deal with this kind of thing. Even though this can, this can happen, you can get shot anywhere, yeah, especially now with mass shootings. So it's not particular to Nigeria. Um, but so we moved, and um, I, my brother put me on a, a group called Tribe Called Quest. I like oh, pretty good. I've heard of that group. Yeah, yeah and, and and I moved on from there to like Nas, uh, Jay. You know, that was my my generation's era. You know, we were, and it's a different era. Like the way we produced music then, like. And I was talking about this recently. We don't. It wasn't like vinyl and like beat machines. It was like old compact computers yeah, and yeah, e machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember those. And like fifty six k modems, and that was like our rig and sound recorder just on on a regular PC. We would take the scrappy uh, PC and then make beats off that. That's what how, using what? Like what were you even? The keyboard. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even know. Like, you know that thing? Yeah. You know that? We'd tap yeah. it, and then Fruity Loops, of course, was free, and you could hack it, and you could b- boost it up, and people still do it to this so day. So we're going. Late, we're talking like late '90s now into 2000s. Yeah, late there. '90s, and I was soaking up, you know, all the rappers at the time, the Biggie, the Pac, mainly like pop 
rappers, but then there was random dudes like Royce the Five Nine, Core Mega, like guys like that that I like. A lot of Queens rappers, because mm-hmm. I was in Bo- the Boston area. So Queens was like, yeah, that Queens, yeah. they like the street wise guys. So I loved all that. Oof. Yeah, like this. <laughs> oh, I love this. Because I knew if he said I Royce, can't believe time, it. Like, I can't believe he just pulled that up. That, that's, that is, I mean, it was that kind of thing. Um, you know, then that was the Eminem era. But, um, you know, I was growing up soaking that in. And when I was in high school, we I formed my first rap group called Black Spades. I had. Oh, this, you've been righteous forever. You've been on this. Were you talking about righteous stuff back then? Uh, yeah, I was, but yeah, probably more so than I am now. Wow, really? You were even more militant back then. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah I took yeah, over the. That's what we took over the school assembly. Like I was, that was, you know, why? Because I watched a movie in the '90s that changed my life, Malcolm X. Yes, and he became the man, and still is to me in my life, like the quintessential man. That well, I, well, he's, I admired. Your 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 physical appearance is based off of him somewhat, correct? There's def, definitely influence. I I kind of mix and swirl everything, but he's a huge. He was a huge inspiration, and Denzel just in general, right? right? So uh, that changed me, and I took over a school assembly one time because I was receiving, and the school was receiving. Uh, people of color in our school were receiving all these racist threats. There was mm-hmm. a nigger on the 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 bathroom stall. Um, I was uh, I I was the varsity basketball captain at my school, and one time my homies from where I lived came to just play pickup, a pickup game before uh, practice, and security guards came in. But was was like, it a private school? Private school. Okay. Right. I, I moved from public school to private school. Yeah. Um, and thank God to my mom. So we're there. Security guards come in, ask for the IDs. And I'm like, I'm in basketball shorts, bro. Like, I don't, my, my wallet's in the locker room, and they, they kind of laugh, like, hey, yeah, right, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Get against the wall. You know, throw us up against the wall, search us. I put, and then they, they're like, you don't have an ID. I, you are not the varsity basketball captain. And these are guys I see every day yeah, walking into that gym. And they escort me off. I'll, for, I'll forever remember this. There's a hill, uh, and for those in Boston, I'm talking about Milton Academy. Is a hill. What part? Where part of Boston is this? This is like right out. This is the first suburb, um, right outside of Boston. Called. Uh, so I was in a mat. It's Milton. That Milton was the yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going like to go to that square. I had to go in the trolley stop called Mattapan Square. The nickname of Mattapan is Murderpan. We go. I go on that trolley to get to Milton. So I'm there to walk off the school. There's a hill and it dips down. There's a white picket fence. And these guys stood on the top of the hill and told me, they walked me to that hill and then made me walk alone and said, go past that white picket fence and never come back here. What? And, and that was, so I brought that, you know, I told my mom about it. I was like, you know, I just got kicked off campus. I went back the next day and just organized this whole revolt to fire the security guard and take over school assembly. Wait, what do you mean take over? Like there was like a, an I, assembly we, already going on. It was school regular morning and assembly. And you bum rushed. And we bum rushed and kicked the principal off the stage. <laughs> took the mic. I gave a speech. We organized all the senior class to walk out that day. So we cut school. In one day? In one yeah. afternoon you did that? Yeah. Wow. That was one day. So that was like. So did you, in order to do this, the school was mostly white? 
school's mostly white. So you got you got the white kids to understand, and people got on, yeah, on your side well, immediately. You, you know how it is. Like you bring up one uh, one issue, and then uh, everybody else got issues. So it was like you know the so you got black kids, the brown kids, the LGBTQ community. You have uh, women like so basically everybody who Trump has. As yeah, offended, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had them, and that was the majority of our class. It was like super liberal class, so we took over that, and that was that was one of the, the hallmarks and landmarks of me in high school. But that's the kind of shit Black Spades is on. Okay, so I was definitely talking that shit on that album. Um, but it's the first record I ever produced, uh, executive produced. I did twenty one songs, thirty days, and was it still with some of the same people you with now, or no? I'm still cool with everybody, but, but not no. the same music. No, right? no, everybody, you know, a lot of them went different paths. Kids, jobs, etc. Did the guy get fired? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got yeah. him fired. First, they were like, just, just suspended him. I said, no, nah, I want him fired. Um, so it was great. I had people, that I learned in that school, I had people in the school, the class president, I knew I had everybody in my pocket. Yeah. So I learned in that school how to operate. I had the, have- a pr- professor who was a white, blonde hair, blue eye dude who taught an African-American history course. Yeah. They should have never let him teach me that. That's that's when I learned from that dude. I yeah. learned black. He history. taught you all this. Right. He, oh yeah, he was a hippie dude, man. Yeah, Mark yeah, Hilgendorf yeah. loved that dude to death. But that guy changed my life. But he was my ally. And oh, shoot, I'm probably gonna get this dude fired right now. But he oh, was my know? he was my. Nah, they probably they've been trying to fire this dude for a minute. Um, but he <laughs> met with us at night, like secret meetings. Held held his his classroom open for us. Wow. So I learned like in yeah. high school. So imagine that, right? And I'm growing up in an era like I'm seeing Jay Z become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Nas invest and and, and rise up. Yeah. And then uh, of course years later, yeah. President Barack Obama. But I'm I'm soaking all this in. So by the time I leave high school, college, I'm at Stanford. And I leave, Mike, I understand how to navigate the world. So I spend the next That's 10 dope. years before this album's dropped yeah. just doing kind of what I did in high school, you know. So how did you, how did you, well, real quick, I just wanted to play this because if you don't know this song, you would love it. And if you do know it, you'll be happy to hear it. You should have played this for the security guard. So if, tell me if you agree. <laughs> do you know this song, Jadena? <laughs> no, I don't. Who is this? Shabazz the Disciple. If, oh, I'm this in, is Shabazz? Yeah, oh, when, you bringing it. When I'm in my most white-hating moods, this is what yeah. I listen to. As I embellish, mentally I nourish, resuscitate a mind state that has perished. We shall inherit his blood and require back to earth. We rise out of spiritual darkness. Six That's thousand classic. That's classic, man. Disciples bound to the midst of the... Bottomless pit. pit. Me and Ebro always quote this song because he says, uh, the Caucasoid journey. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Anti-devil shit right there. So real quick, to jump ahead in a huge way, because we don't have, we, you got to dip in a minute, but um, how did you, so what was the, you, you're building as just an artist, what what ended up being the Janelle Monet connect, which obviously helped change things? So I, I um, and I don't tell the story actually this way. I summarize, but I'm going to give you the real. Please. We were, our group, Fair and Fancy, was a social club that we, that we organized uh, partially because we wanted to, I mean, we wanted to change culture, also looking at the roots of hip-hop. We were trying to really bring it back. And we made this thing called Masquerade Ball, was where you, you dressed up like with some ball shit, but you would put uh, a full mask of face paint on your face, and you were allowed to stare at people. The reason why we did that is because I saw 
Facebook before the entire world because it was given to Ivy Leagues and Stanford kids. Right. So I saw the effect that social media had early. Where were you in school? I was at Stanford. You were at Stanford. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, people are really self-absorbed. Then they screens more. I'm seeing it quick. So I made like anti-Facebook MySpace songs, even though I was on both of them. And then we made this thing called Masquerade Ball so people could look at each other's faces instead of the, the screens. So we we made we did this every year in East Palo Alto, Oakland, California, all in the Bay. And the second year, we were like, we need an artist to to rock with me. Um, and that we went on MySpace, and there was this woman named Janelle Monae. He's like, man, she's cold. So we invited her over her first time doing a show in California. This is pre Diddy. This is like this is pre all that. Um, they they were probably talking to him at the time, but in Big Boy obviously Big had worked Boy. with her, but she was not famous at all. So we brought her over. Um, Wonderland was there and Fear and Fancy and Wonderland connected. We've been friends for years, almost 10 years yeah. to the date. Uh, so after a while, we were like, you know, Janelle, Monet, Nate Wonder, Chuck Lightning were like, yo, we got to put you on in a real way. And so they made it happen, stuck true to the promise, and here I am. That's beautiful. So you just happened to be real homies and they happened to get Absolutely. signed and blow up. Yeah, That's exactly. It. it was real homies. We watched them, th- their success and it was great to see. We never tried to like be like, hey, can you put me on? You know what I'm saying? Just cool, chilling, chilling. And then uh, boom, boom, man. It just happened one year. Janelle was like, yo, we got to do this thing called the EFIS. And it was a whole little like boot camp kind of thing. We, we, we all slept on the floor in like white tunics. Uh, and they have grass at Wonderland, like instead of carpet. Mm. So we, it's like a magical place. Where is it? And it's, it's in Atlanta. In Atlanta, okay. Oh, yeah. at the studios. Yeah. At one yeah. of the studios. It, yeah, and the beautiful thing about Atlanta that I was I love is, like, there's a lot of, there's some weird, there's like, the peculiar people come from there, like the yeah. outcasts, right. if you will, right? And then you also got, like, straight street trap shit. Yeah. So I love the blend it's of that. Blend, like, yeah. I need I need that in my life. I, I can never, I feel weird if I'm out of the hood too long. Yeah. I, I, I don't like that. Um, in the same way, if I'm in the hood too long and I don't yeah. have, like, a, somewhat educated, sophisticated conversation, I, that fucks me up too. Yeah. I need you both because I am both. Mm-hmm. Um, we so, saw, that seems to be a big theme for you is operating in the midst middle. of multiple worlds. Yeah, yes. man. That's why the album sounds like that. You know, it's it, it wouldn't be an honest album if I didn't have blending of genres, if, if I didn't have a song like Some Kind of Way, which is like a Brazilian rhythm, and but like, you know, somebody classified as world pop, and then go into a song called White Niggas. Which, that's, that's my, my awesome, real man. life. Like it's like boom back yeah. shit. If I don't have both, it's yeah. not it's not honest. If I don't have bulls tail that like hardcore, I'm ready to kill a motherfucker. Two points. I'm ready to slash somebody's throat in, yeah. in honor of my family. Like listen to this. This, this is some kind of this is some kind of way. Okay. Like listen to this intro. No matter what you say, or where you go. Sounds like a Paul Simon right? That's what that's what Andre three thousand said. No. Yo, that's so crazy you said it. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. you can hide your face. We're waiting for you to come out and play. Somebody's gonna feel some kind of way. Somebody's gonna feel some kind of way about you. That too. So there's that kind of record right here. Yeah. Even though it got the trap underbelly. Ooh, and then could you play a little bit of, you have two points or... Um, yeah, I have all of them. So play two points. Then you have this on the same album. 
I don't spend no major time with no minor people. If it's for the greater good, then I might deceive you. Living like a rolling stone, but I'm quite a beetle. Living by your own law can be quite illegal. You a sly little guy, look me in my eye. You was only for yourself, never for the tribe. Wow, now you're saying that I left them. I was always quiet when you said that we were best friends. You, you knew who I was from the jump. I throw a stone at you. I'ma make it blunt, but you, you go hide your hand like a chump. True friend stab you in the front. Boy trying to tweet yeah. on us. That's that Hit Boy. Hit Boy did that? Yeah. It's Hit Boy? That's oh, Hit Boy. Yeah, but your, any producer is still you it's, because yeah, I've heard a thousand Hit Boy beats that don't Yeah, that don't feel like that. that. It all feels you. You know, you know what I'll tell you? The, I was listening well, we to added, f- we added to it. Like me and, and Nana Kwabana and Andrew Horowitz. So, say, your, say his name again? Nana Kwabana. And his real name is Andrew Horowitz? Andrew no, Horowitz. No, 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 no that's someone else? <laughs> no, no, that's so funny. <laughs> Nana Kwabana, Andrew Horowitz. No, he's, no, these are two guys that I work with That you're your team? Yeah, my team and then Nate I got a, I got a, yeah, yeah. He was your DJ. Did he yep. do Classic Man? Uh, yeah, he worked on that with Nate Wonder and Roman John Arthur. I'll tell you, this one's crept up on me too. Oh, this is my shit. The album's called The Chief. It's out right now. Go on iTunes and copy. The lady ain't a try. Just cause she bounced it up and down like a trampoline. Would you, would you have performed this? Like Maybe. Oh, that one feels... And I found a bunch of songs after that performance. One of the, the, the funny... The, I should have known that I was going to like you a lot considering how, in theory, played out um, Classic Man got. Mm-hmm. And if I'm out and hear this... I'm the only I still, I still love hearing this out in spite oh, of how big I got. Did, did this turn into a song you hated or do you still love it? No, nah, I still love it. Um, but ever since it, it was on Moonlight in the Chopped and Screw oh, version, shit. I forgot that about that. Joint is cold to me. It's, it's like you see Moonlight. Screw, it's a Screw version. First of all, great movie. Yeah, the movie's amazing. Janelle Monae's in it, Mahershala Ali, and then a bunch of great new actors. It's amazing. But so it's like one of the best movies I've ever seen. But yeah. besides that, they use Classic Man in it, but a Chopped and Screw version, bro. bro really? I don't even <laughs> want to do the regular. Classic Can you man. get you got it? Did you no, get it? I want it get exactly it. how the, I need to hit up the the producers yeah. of it because I don't want to do. I want to screw my voice live and then just perform that yeah, version. It. Bro, it's it so feels good. so good, and, and I forgot about it's it. Like the dirty version. I didn't know Janelle was in the movie because everyone's talking about her in Hidden Figures. Yeah. So when I saw Moonlight, and I was like, Janelle's in this too. And then, yeah. it, like, a, the double, my brain reacted again because then you hear Classic Man, Crazy. and it plays like the main character is driving. And it plays for a minute. Then he stops. He goes in. And I love that they did this because it's a little detail that I appreciate. Yeah. It's like a really long scene sitting in a diner. Yeah. And he gets out and he leaves the diner, turns the car back on. Back on. Song right keeps playing to the same car. And I love that shit because it's a little thing that they, seems like never happens Absolutely. in movies. All right, yo, I, um, I just wanted to make some time while you were here to do other stuff to have you on the podcast. <clears throat> but I'm very excited thank about you, this bro. album. Man, thank you. I appreciate that, man. It's, it is very, very, very good. Jadena, the chief. Um, Sife, yeah, uh, I, I, you're gonna, it's gonna love be it. my yeah music. It's gonna for the be week. it's it's yeah it's your music for the week. Oh like yeah, it. all right, Juan. We'll, right, we'll be right back. Thank you, man. Where are we going? Right, we're gonna take a picture with him and then, then do another episode.